0: This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport.
1: Powered by fans. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. plushcare.com slash weightloss. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly
2: supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, Georgie, check for Dadsy. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards. Registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery free in terms supply. See mcdonalds.com.
3: Leicester City have a penalty kick in the
4: sixth minute of injury time. Injury time. Injury time. time. Knockout takes. Almunia yeah. saves. Knockout
1: follows in. Almovia saves again. And now Watford on the counter attack. Forestieri. Oh, I don't believe this. Here's Well,
5: good afternoon, everybody. Ah, it's that time where we come together again, as as rumours, as rumours of uh, of Billich's departure pick up speed. We've been watching Twitter for the last ooh, what thirty to forty minutes, increasingly with uh, with with rumours starting. And it's let's be honest, it's that man Andrew French that when he comes out and says something, the moment that came up, we thought, well, let's share it all amongst us. Justin, sir, you're there. Hello, Peter. You all right? Yeah, I'm I'm all right, thank you. About five minutes ago, you said I think you're following a rumor that only a couple of people started.
6: <laughs> it seems yes, to, I, it seems I, to be
5: getting there.
2: Yeah, well, I mean, there was a, a few little hints that were being dropped all over the place. As always, you're never quite sure what to believe. Seems like a bit of an odd day to do it. You'd have think. You know, you think maybe straight after the match on Saturday to give yourself enough time to prepare for the QPR match or like you said, after Wigan does seem like an odd day to do it. But now it it remains to see who's going to be brought in. And there are some rumours, which I'm not going to speculate on just yet, but who'd want it? Who would want this job? knowing that it's just a poison chalice and you're only in it for a little while. I just, I just don't know. It's, uh... Well,
5: you might not be prepared to wildly speculate, but I certainly <laughs> am. Um, I think you did uh, there, yeah. Yeah, oh, too right, too right. Let's let's bring in Carlos. Carlos, sir. Uh, Carlos, hit your mic. Hello, boys. You are all right? Hello, fella. Yeah, we're Hello. all right. Thank you very much. Yes. So, so, Mr. Billich appears to have gone. Rumours were starting, yes. then uh, things come in and and it sounds like it's you know confirmed or in the process of being confirmed and uh, justin is not prepend- prepared to uh, to comment on wild uh, rumors <laughs> um, however however i might be i might be what 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 have your what are your thoughts what have you heard before we uh, before we start speculating wildly
7: well i mean I, I haven't heard i'll be honest i haven't heard too much in terms of of people coming in the billich situation looks like it is done and dusted from from what i've what i've heard you know, and i won't say too much on that because i don't want to drop anyone in the poop but yeah so it looks like that's done i i just caught the end of what Justin was saying i, I do agree i find it a, a very odd day to um to do it and i and i and I probably look more to the qpr game which again on paper is is something that we should be winning you know in, in terms of their form and we'll be speaking to a qPR podcast later so be interested to 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 see what they say about the that whole situation but Again, very much sort of backing up what Justice just said. I mean, who the hell wants it? Who's out there that's really going to come in and, and do anything, you know, especially this season now? Is it, I think there's two ways of looking at it. Is it the Pozzos rolling the dice to see if the, we can push for the playoffs in, in terms of what is, you know, crunch time now? The games that we've got coming up. We've got Luton, obviously, soon, who are... Not only our bitter rivals, but are up there in the playoff spot. Or is it a case of bringing somebody else in so that they're they're, they're bedded in and, and ready for next season? I think it, I think it'd be very interesting to see how how it pans out over the next few hours. I would say because knowing Watford, there's probably somebody in a Volkswagen Vito winging their way <laughs> to the training ground as we speak from an airport. Not too far
2: away. I think the other thing that probably needs to be discussed as well is what will Bilic's legacy be. Uh, I, I can't think that it's going to be particularly positive on nope. the whole. I'm wondering what Bilic's legacy will be, whether whether it's going to be positive or not. I think he's going to be another another footnote. I think he's going to be there with the the Ivics and the you know the the, the player that the managers that just didn't really leave much of an impression at Watford. I think.
5: Well, if Ivic beat Luton one nil. Bilic has beaten them four 0 That's probably going to be the moment. Yeah. Uh, the, 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 from a positive light, the rest will be, you know, within Watford and the Watford fans will see one thing because we watch the games, you know, week in, week out, etc. Outside of it, it'll just be counted as another, it'll be another Potso decision. It's another way that the potzos are doing things wrong, etc. Et it'll be another opportunity for somebody in the media to go. You know, uh, Gary Lineker, are you watching to have another little pop at us. If it's right, if it's wrong, who knows? It must surely be though. When you're talking about the timing uh, after the game on uh, against Preston, I think that 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 lack of performance with with a, as as strong a team as we had theoretically. You know, the old um, uh, air parentheses going on here, and the disappointment of that, I think would have would have kicked. Them into gear. We know that uh, Gino wasn't at the at the game on Saturday, so that's got to permeate round. I was surprised it wasn't going to be after the Wigan game, but this this really means that if they're going no, we cannot wait. You know, the, the game against QPR, the game against uh, Birmingham and the game against Wigan, because then it'll be too late. This feels to me like they're going to be going for somebody who they think can possibly kickstart and get get us back in for the playoffs to have it be in with a chance. Big, and Sam, the, and,
2: Big Sam, is he available?
5: Well, no, the the, the strong rumours, and let's be honest, I'm not going to, somebody who doesn't like rumours is the Roy, aforementioned is Mr Hodgson Andrew French.
7: Is Roy Hodgson oh, coming back?
5: Don't say that. Don't say that. Andrew French does not like speculation and rumours. He likes to go on fact. And his last moments are, are, and all he's saying is there are strong reports that former Sheffield United and Middlesbrough manager Chris Wilder is set to take over. There would be nothing more Watfordy than having bought in at the start of the season a manager who's committed to three at the back and using wing-backs, then getting rid of him because we didn't bring in a wing-back, bringing a manager who likes four at the back, then bringing in a wing-back in young Ferreira, potentially, and then recruiting, you know, kind of changing managers again for somebody who does like... Uh, wing backs once more, and three at the back. Who knows? But we've got a left-sided centre back in Hoot, so that might add in some more possibility. But if anybody's heard any rumours, or just wants to give a quick reaction, you know, then then do let us know. Then do let us know. All oh, always a popular addition is uh, is from from Wendover. Is uh, Wendover Horn, Greg, Greg sir. What's your reaction to uh, to Billich going, or have you heard any more rumours? What is my reaction?
8: Um, I started seeing the tweets about an hour ago, as you all did. Yeah, it's done, it looks like it's done to me. What is my reaction? My reaction was they obviously want to have a go for the playoffs. I thought they might just let the season peter out and bring in a manga man in the summer. However, I can see another short-term appointment till the end of the season, and then we'll be there'll be another cab in the summer where where it will be a manga man. That's what I see. I've also read the the wilder stuff. I've also read a tweet. Now this could be a load of old nonsense Mr. Mm-hmm. G, that Mr. that Mr. Deeney isn't playing any football. Another injury out Ooh. out of out of contract or the end of the sea out of contract at the end of the season. Could it be a shearer to Newcastle situation just to hold the floor and get them up as a cheerleader? Who
2: knows? We all know how that panned out, Greg.
7: Strangely, Greg, he was asked the other day on a, I forget what it was that about his coaching badges and he's got them yeah, all. Yeah, yeah. I read that as so, well. I saw
2: that as well, Carl. Yeah, I saw yeah. that as well. I I think it's too early for him to start doing that. He'll, if he if he does that and doesn't do the job, then he's going to taint his reputation. I, I can't see that one happening. Well, well, personally. Did
8: you just you know, Shearer always wanted a career in the media, and it was always a short term thing. I think Troy wants a career in the media, and I believe and under uh, the Cisco period that Troy was very prominent there in the background doing a bit of cheerleading. Well,
2: well, maybe that's more more his position in it all rather than as head coach. I don't know. What what do you think Bilic's uh, legacy will be, Greg? Dull and dour. Yeah, I think that sums it up quite nicely. Um, I
8: (laughs) I liked his honesty to start with. I thought he came in and I thought, yeah, I like this guy. He's honest. But as the weeks and months have progressed, dour, isn't he? And this constant shuffling and fidgeting as he's being interviewed... I look at him on the touchline and I wonder how inspiring he can be. Yeah, and, the, and look, the football's been disjointed, isn't it? You know, the football, it, it the football, you know, if, if you ask me what formation we were playing on, we, we, we play, I couldn't really answer because it's sort of a bit of this, a bit of that, and a bit of the other. Then he says, oh, you, I do play two up front. Towards the end of the game, you can't play it at the start. Bollocks, you can't. Of course, you can start with two up
5: front. Well, 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 uh, with Chris Wilder, he plays uh, and has played at, at both Middlesbrough and uh, obviously famously at Sheffield uh, Sheffield United. Previously to that, he was at Northampton and he's he's had success yeah. almost everywhere he's gone, with the exception of Middlesbrough. But but when we spoke to uh, Borough Breakdown, they said he he was looking to get away almost the moment he got there. It didn't seem a, a, a good yeah. fit. But he plays a 3-5-2 or a 3-4-1-2, however you want to call it, um, and 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 plays, you know, with two up, and we've all heard about the overlapping wing backs like yeah. it was something completely and utterly new, but it was, you know, hadn't been used for quite some time. So so that's all positive okay. if he comes in. Another reason why 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 they might have got him is because over the last day, Chris Wilder has become increasingly closely aligned to Aberdeen as a potential replacement for, uh, uh, for for, for going there. Um, And it was, it may have been a question of, well, you know, there's somebody we want to go. We we could potentially go and get, if we're going to roll that dice, let's go with it. So we shall see. It's too too good
8: for Aberdeen. Look, Pete, i said it to to all of you offline. Do I, I don't know if I really want to go up. But I want to go. I, if I don't go up, or we don't go up, I want to feel like we've had a go. At the moment, we're in some. We're this cautious halfway house, aren't we? Of being cautious and a little attacking flair, but not a lot. Let's just go for it, good GT style. Let's get on the front foot and go for it. If we concede a lot of goals, who cares? let's just have a go
5: guys if you're listening just one thing because some people are putting notes on the bottom here let's have a little kind of a straw poll in the comments if you can let's just say if you think three things is this a good thing that is gone so put glad are you unhappy put unhappy but if you're in the middle but you think it's understandable just put understandable because when we when we fired up the spaces after rob Uh, edwards had gone and i appreciate where he is now and our our opinions towards him may be different because of that hello we are luton town by the way but but everybody was quite aghast that something had changed i think chances are people might be a little bit more understandable about this because we've sat there and we've watched it and with the exception of the 4-0 drubbing of said luton town hello once again um you know, it, it's it's not been it's not been great, and we've seen it sort of falling away. Greg, thank you, sir. We've got some other cheers, people who mate. want to jump on, so I'm going to cheers, fella. We will catch you very soon, indeed. Let's go across to uh, let, let's go across to Mr. Pete Fincham. Pete, if you want to hit your, uh, yeah, you know, the jigs. How are you, sir? What are you thinking about the, the latest firing? Uh you know what?
9: It's nothing is a surprise anymore, mainly <laughs> nope. because it's so absurd. Yes, village, boring. Tedious. We've scored one goal in the first half hour of games since the World Cup. I think three in the first half, uh, and and the the goal that Sema got against West Brom was that that one goal. So you know what, from a football point of view, you know, big deal doesn't really matter that much because yep. it kind of doesn't really matter who's in charge because it only takes a couple of games in the case of uh, Gracia, only a couple of games in uh, Cisco Munez for for them to change their minds that the the next best thing is actually not the rest best thing. The the sacking of Edwards was unforgivable. Therefore, Mm -hmm. the sacking of Billage was inevitable. And and I've just put understandable only in that context. Because, you know, when people were laughing at us and we had success, that was one thing. The same people are still laughing at us now and we're not having success and we're just compounding the problem. Because as you said earlier, who, who, who in their right mind is going to want to come? And that answer is someone who's not in work. And there's often a reason why people aren't in work. But, but you know, the club is rotten at the top. The fabric <laughs> of the club, which no one can really truly penetrate um, because it is such a morass of Shell companies and and active interests overseas, you know all the signings they're coming from this through they were coming through the same um, avenue, all the um, offshore dealings and the parachute payments and the debt and all these sort of things. It's all it's all invisible from us, and the reason it's invisible from us is bless us we can't understand is because if we did actually have visibility of it, we would be shocked and appalled, and I'm I'm increasingly upset that our club. Is now just the plaything of uh, a bunch of Italians who have genuinely no real association with the club other than their interest in football. And for all the good things they've done, and you know, they have done some good things, it's not mm-hmm. for the benefit of Watford and its people, it's not for the benefit of the fans, it's for their own benefit, it's their own little fiefdom. And they play around with it and they, 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 they tweak things here and they tweak things here to the detriment, to the long-term detriment of our club. I don't, I can't recall actually having had a conversation on here since the Edwards sacking, um, which was, I think, universally regarded as an appalling thing. Uh, it might have been fine to sort of point at a few statistics to say, oh, well, actually, he hasn't done this, he hasn't done that, and he didn't seem to have a plan B. Well, actually, you give someone a bit of time and they'll show you what they can do. But we've all turned up for jobs. Um, as, a, as a serial contractor, you walk in, you make an impression on day one, and then you truly learn what the organisation is you're working with and the play, the capability of the team you've got and the mission that you actually want to deliver. And that takes time. They're not giving anyone time. Um, so, you know, where the village won eight games in a row, you only had to lose two for them to start circling above. These people are absolutely
5: sick in the head because they're pissing around with our lives. Mm. There we go. There we go. So it's it's a it's a symptom of the wider malaise, and making the change of the manager isn't going to make a material difference in the long term. What but about in the I'm, short I'm term? I'm gone what, gone about, on, what about what about potentially know. in the short term, Pete? Is is it worth having a a roll of the dice to see if anything is worth happening now? And and this might be an eleven game tenure. When have we said that about a manager for? What? Oh yeah, no, the last <laughs> few. Yeah, no. But, but 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 to what end? I mean. Oh. So what? We go up.
9: So what? We don't go up. You know, if we don't go up, obviously the the impact on the finances will be far more um, crucial. But so we do go up. Potter will sit there going, well, I'm vindicating, aren't I? Well, he won't because he won't say anything. But he'll just sit there with his smug smile saying, Mm -hmm. oh, I know best. Um, he'll, he'll He'll be once again temporarily vindicated and he'll carry on doing the same thing and we'll flip, flop, we'll go backwards and forwards. We'll spend 10 million on a player that was worth 1 million. And um, we'll miss out on all those sort of players that actually, you know, the Ivan Tonys of this world, who might not necessarily tick his box because they've got the wrong agent. Um, So it it really doesn't matter. Long term, long term, our club needs an absolute enema. And I I sound a bit like uncle Ron and I disagree with him on virtually everything. Um, But Rupert isn't insane. He might be very, very passionate and often a bit misguided Mm -hmm. and, and wants change immediately. But that's the symptom of the club that we're talking about if you're used to um paranoia and you're used to sort of hysterical change at a moment's notice then why should that not seep into the fan base and and life imitates art
5: ah no you're absolutely right we've also had the debate on on this very podcast on a number of occasions because because once we have had the results go against us we do start talking about Well, is this manager going to be retained? Is he going to be kept? Should we fire the manager? Are we for him? And and the debate doesn't go like it does at many clubs, not all of them. Um, What's he doing wrong? What should he do? How could he do it? It becomes well. Should we change runners and riders again this time? Very good. Very good. I'm looking.
9: I'm looking at this list of people here on this on this call. Um, There's some people I've known here thirty years. I've been sat with for you know virtually all my life. Dear friends, relations. Um, and I can't imagine anyone of a certain age is looking at this going, yeah, this smells okay. This is all right. This is a well-run organization. And, um, I'm, I'm, I'm genuinely, I'm heartbroken in the way this is going. Cool.
5: All right, sir. Look, Pete, thank you, sir. Everybody knows Mr. Finch from there, a supporter of many years and fine standing unlike myself of many years and no standing whatsoever. Well done, Pete. Thank you, sir. Very much for coming on. Um, just before we go to a couple of other causes, um, uh, there's a guy called Matthew Preston on, on Twitter. And Twitter does come occasionally with some absolute gold members. And he just said, uh, Watford have now had more managers than the Sugar Babes have had band members. I like that. I don't know why I like that <laughs> quite so much, but I really, really do. Right. Let's Very go across. Good. Now let's go across to Ant. We haven't spoken to Ant for a couple of weeks. Ant, sir, we're coming to Whoa. you. Now, Ant, if you hit your mic button, sir. who are how you doing? Now, Al Hello, mate. We're good now. Normally, we speak to you at the point of uh, when you might have had a few. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm presuming we're, we <laughs> right. And what do you think in the, in the cold, sober light of day? How you doing, mate?
4: Oh, I'm good. I'm you with good, us, and I was going
5: to say, yeah. Good. good, good. You
4: caught me
5: sober at the minute. Maybe a... Oh, no. Oh no, and Later you're you you um,
4: you're,
5: you're, 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 you're coming in there. and okay. out, mate. You're coming. and Oh, oh sorry. Can you hear me now? Yeah, we got you now. Go on. Sorry. So, say again. You've had enough of Billich?
4: Yeah, I've had enough now. I was I was and but the last couple of games I've been to have just been absolutely awful. It's like slit your wrist sort of stuff in it. Watching the game, it's start like painful. I'd rather but I'd rather waste me day and be asleep in bed, to be fucking honest. <laughs> like, do, do, do you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's just been awful. It's been absolutely dire the last few games. Um, so, yeah, I mean, if it is true, I don't know if anything's been confirmed yet. I'm, I'm at work, so I've not really been able to uh, keep up with a lot of things. But, uh, but yeah, no, good. Getting gone. It's such boring football, I can't be arsed with it. I mean, the only problem is, is like Cole, I think Cole was saying the other day, uh, I listened to the podcast yesterday, um, no, no manager seems to get these players going. I just don't know. It's, it's, it's partly the players as well. I'm sure of it. Um, so I just don't know who we're going to bring in to get the players and give them a bit of a kick up the fucking ass.
5: Yeah, well, that's 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 definitely the question. I mean, um, we, we've got Sam on uh, Samuko from WD18, who recently had an interview with uh, uh, with probably the last manager who did, shall we say, really get them going and firing. Which yes, was uh, which, yes, which was which was Cisco Munoz. Now I have my I have my comments and thoughts about about Cisco as a coach and as a manager, but as an individual to get the players fundamentally feeling good and feeling good and actually putting in a bit of effort, you you know you might you're not you're not wrong, and it's been it's been apparent for a number of weeks really that um, that that. If the players are doing what Slaven Bilic is asking them to do, he's either asking them not to do very much, or, or they're not on the on on the same hymn sheet as him.
4: No, I, think that's that's it. I, I don't know. I, I think it's a bit of both, to be fair. But yeah, I think we needed to. We should have got rid of him about four games. Ago, I think really, we we we're leaving it too close now. I don't nah. think we're going to get in playoffs. Not unless something amazing fucking happens and I win hmm. the lottery and pigs start fucking flying and that. Who knows? But, <laughs> uh, do you know what I mean? I, 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 don't, I, I don't know. Yeah, I think we've left it a little bit too late now. Another season wasted, really. Uh, and it's cold, mate, mate. Do you want to? Hello, bud. Do you want to go up?
7: Do you, do you see much point in going up?
4: I'd like to go up. Just, just, just because I'd want to go up and obviously get the money and stuff. But I don't know, mate. If we go up, I think we're just going to go straight back down. Unless we invest seriously yeah. and get like some serious quality in, then I don't, I don't think there's much point. That's- that's, that's my biggest
7: concern with all this, and a couple of people have, have touched on it. That we, we go and get a manager for for eleven games, whatever it is, we get back into the Premier League, and we and we do the same. We do keep repeating the same crap that we're that we're always doing. And I don't. And I, I tend to agree with with that sentiment. And I and Uncle Ron's been mentioned before. Some of the things and how he puts it across can be a little bit you know a little bit sore for certain people. But I, I don't generally see the point. In bringing a manager in for eleven games to go back to the Premier League to change the manager probably again to come straight back down to be to be doing this again. If we're going to do it, we're, we're better off just backing someone, you know, one hundred percent in the chat Look at Burnley, look at what they've gone on to achieve this season, and probably next season will be absolutely fine. You know, I just do not see the point in in this merry-go-round that we're we currently find ourselves in because. I mean, look, if nothing else, it gives it gives our podcast absolute bundles of stuff to, to be talking about. So, yeah, don't get me I've, wrong, I've, I've it just seen me, Peter and Justin, was... very busy. But apart yeah. from that, it, it, from a football point of view, it just doesn't make sense to me. And I don't know
4: what anybody else thinks, but I'll be interested to know. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree, yeah. I mean, it's just been a funny one, really, isn't it? We'll have to wait and see, I suppose. But, yeah. Um... I'm glad I'm not going to NCAA games any time soon. I don't even want to go to the next few home games, to be honest. It's that depressing. <laughs> I just cannot be fucking off. Just get drunk, mate. Do what I do. Oh, uh, I, I got smashed Saturday. Don't worry about that. <laughs> but, uh, I, I was having a row about, well, mind you, I won't say too much on it, but I was having an argument about 15 stewards at half-time um, on like, Saturday because I, I, I wanted to walk from the rookery into the rouse with my beer. And they're like on about me being in the line of sight of the bloody pitch and that, and then like more, oh, more, more stewards it. come, then more come, and I'm yeah. like, hold oh, up, I'm, I'm trying to have a fucking beer. There's fifteen of you now, all like surrounding me. <laughs> What's going on? Like,
6: right, um... right, guys, we got to, We got. And
5: sorry, mate, we've got to move on simply because yep. it's just uh, people have just been saying that it's come up on Sky confirming that Billich is gone and that, uh, that that Wilder is in until the end of the season. So that seems to be confirmed. Ooh. Which is which is of great interest. Now, I I, I, I wasn't trying to drop a hint, but um, a, 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 g- good to his word. I said I said Sam is here. He was having a chat with uh, with, with Cisco Munoz uh, along with Jacob and Charlie the other day. I'm just trying to add Sam in um, uh, with, with Cisco Munoz, and it was oh he's he disappeared, and and Munoz was probably the last manager that I can think of who was really. G- ga- seem to get a galvanised response from from this set from the, this collection of players in this environment. Um, Sam, sir, hit your hit your mic button, sir. Well, what, what, I saw I saw you came away after the game saying I wouldn't be at all surprised if he got the heave ho. It's happened. What are your thoughts now? Mate? Yeah,
10: I, I think. Do you know what? I actually thought he got away with it because I thought that if he was going to go, I was thinking probably what Sunday Sunday morning. I thought we'd get the announcement. We obviously didn't get it yesterday either, so I was thinking maybe they'll give him QPR. Obviously, it's happened now. They they were probably waiting to get that Chris Wilder deal over the line. Um, But but it's a mess, isn't it? Um, I mean, you say pretty much one of the main positives out of this is it gives channels like ours and and yourselves and, and the great work you do. It gives us plenty of content to go through.
5: Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, that's why we kind of spin it up just to hear what everybody's thinking. Um, I mean, it's it. What's really interesting is I asked everybody to say, "Are you glad?" Are you, are you unhappy or are you kind of understandable? And the vast majority of the comments on here are understandable, with the one exception who says he's unhappy, which is we are Luton Town. So fair play there. Well done. Well done. I see what you did there. Um, but the vast majority of kind of, look, no, understandable. We can see where it's gone. A couple of glads. Um, but most people are like, look, this is one that, that that we can see and we can understand why. Uh it was Jason Chapman who came on and said Billich gone wilder in until the end of the season breaking news on Sky Sports. So that seems to all be there which is uh which is which is which is one of those things. Now, y- you spoke to to uh to Cisco. Um and he seemed to be on on fine form. He's he's over in Cyprus. Is he already coaching
10: somewhere there? Uh I'm not actually too sure to be honest. Okay. I, mean, I think he's out of the job actually. Not too
5: sure. Well, yeah, okay, well what Wilder is in, seemingly, till the end of the season, so that, that's all done and dusted. But what was you you know, what do you think, from having spoken to somebody like Sisko, what do you think Wilder has to do to get performances out of this squad?
10: I think I think it's such a it's it's a massive question that because what we've seen is Rob Edwards has come in, hasn't managed to do it, um, and neither has Slavin Bilic. And I'll just say as I well, was thinking about it, uh that under Billich, I think I saw some of the worst Watford displays I've ever seen. I, I was in, uh, I went to Blackpool, Swansea, uh, both the Millwall games last Saturday against Preston. So there were some really, really poor games in there. And I'm not, as I say, I'm not surprised at all. He's gone. I, I want to see the players, particularly going forward. I think at the back we look relatively secure now. I really like both Porteous and Wesley Hoop. Mm-hmm. I just think going forward, I'd love to see the players express themselves a bit more. I think Keenan Davis obviously is crying out for a goal. Whether he starts now, I'm not too sure. But I'd love to see Jao Pedro further up the pitch. I want to see Thor enjoying himself playing football uh, again. I want to see us getting the best out of the likes of Ken Semmer. Arooge obviously came in in January. I think that's the main thing for me. I just, I, I mean, I, and it's not just seeing the players enjoy playing for Watford, I want fans to enjoy watching Watford again because, let's be honest, even if we, say, nicked it 1-0 against Preston, did anyone really enjoy watching that game? Going into the game as well, the atmosphere was flat at Vicarage Road. It was almost like, here we go again. Why do we have to watch this every single week? So, I see Carl's point as well. I think it's interesting that they're doing this with 11 games to go, whether Chris Wilder will be here next season. Who knows with this football club? Whether he'll be here in two weeks' time, who knows with this football club? Um, But it's going to be interesting to see how things play out. And I do think we've probably got a better chance now of securing a playoff place under Wilder than we did under Slaven Bilic.
5: Yeah, I, I, I think it's. I think it's looking for that manager bounce. It's looking for somebody who will play. Uh, with a more attacking dimension. I mean, Wilder is, is you know, kind of always attached and somebody like Lou Orns will be able to come out and give us uh, a breakdown of, uh, of the way that potentially Wilder played under his various teams. But as I say, he was a, for some reason, Hereford comes to mind. I can't remember if that's true. Northampton um and 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 obviously at Sheffield United where it was uh, you know kind of overlapping wingbacks it was people looking to get forward uh it was there was there was a certain amount of dynamism and they were playing two up front with a an attack with a midfield looking to link to the forward play whereas at the moment we've got you know we we all, we've all been frustrated with Yao Pedro kind of um uh, doing doing some good work but in completely ineffective areas of the pitch um you know i think it was um I think it was uh, uh, Paul Holly who said, you know, it's all, it's all well and good beating three players in midfield, but you've still got another seven, you know, potentially another seven players to try and beat before you do anything there. So very frustrating, very frustrating. Sam, thank you so much for coming on, mate. Really, really appreciate yes, it. Okay, it cheers, cheers, fella. Hi, this is Tommy Mooney. You're listening to the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast.
1: There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plush care.
2: Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with delivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. <laughs> at participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com.
5: I'm sure, I'm sure, obviously guys, I'm sure everybody else will be having a reaction as well. We just try to get in and talk to everybody as quickly as we can. Hemel, if you want to hit your, your mic button and then come on and tell us what your thoughts are.
11: Hello. Hello
5: lad. Hello mate. Hello, mate. Oh, we're we're good. different day, different manager, isn't it? You know, kind of Yeah,
11: I'm I'm getting a lot of stick on from my workmates. Uh yeah. A lot of them are going, Oh, new Watford manager again. So I'm getting all that. All family members are contacting me. I'm all I'm like immune to to all of this now. It's just like <laughs> it's like a it's like a you need like a plate. Grow-
5: You've, like, grown a tolerance to it. It's like, yeah, it's like, drink, it's like drinking five pints a day. Talk to Anne about yeah. this. you will grow growing a, a tolerance for that straight away.
11: Yeah, yeah, I've got, like, a template response now. Uh, I'll get back uh, to you in three to five working days. Um, <laughs> but yeah. uh, well, I'll,
5: t- I'll, I'll tell you what genuinely is gutting. And we've got, we've, got, um, uh, we've got the... We're going to be doing the opposition view with the guys from QPR today. And I was so glad because they've had three managers this season. And I was going to have it over them so much. And of course, no, Watford take that small moment of joy away from me by giving us three managers in the same season as QPR again. Oh, what can you do? What can you do? Yeah. Uh, do you, are, are you happy that Bilic is gone, though? <clears> Just <throat> looking at the play, you followed yeah. the team home and away. Is that a relief, at least, yeah. if, even if it's not curing everything?
11: Yeah, I've got to say that, yeah, the, the football he was playing was questionable, obviously. You've got that first manager bounce away at Stoke, and you thought, oh, if we could actually be onto something here, but... Yeah, after that, it kind of gone really inconsistent results. Um, really disappointing. You know, you you go to these away games and you're traveling a long ways, and you don't know what what to expect. Um, and yeah, we just need some consistency. Um, and, and another thing is, you know, it's hard to motivate a group of players if you keep switching managers. It's like it's like in the workplace. If you keep getting a new manager every six months, it's not going to motivate you to work harder. Um, and I feel like that is kind of reflective. In that is, these players obviously they're getting paid a lot of money, but you know they they're going to keep, you know, they're going to go. Oh, why should I listen to this manager? He's going to be gone in six months, kind of thing. It's yeah, they can't build a relationship with with the manager or build trust within the team. So yeah, yeah it's, create,
5: it's cool. it, it creates a culture where they can just sit still and outright outlast him, doesn't it? You know, and exactly. Again, and,
11: and and the best players as well, they know they're going to start the game, so you know. It's not like the, the manager's seen them play for a little while and give them a bit of, you know, this player's been on the bench for a while, give them a, give them a shot. But, yeah, you know, first game we're just going to see the box standard team set out. Um, and, yeah, we're not going to see anything, you know, hopefully just might even see a win. We never know. But, yeah, it's just, yeah. just it's it's hard. It's hard to watch there, you know, to, to ex- what to expect. And obviously... I think that weigh end as well. If, if we go behind or get beaten, it's going to get toxic again. Um, same thing I said, at, you know, at Stoke. Um, yeah. So, nah. it's, yeah, we'll it's see. Very, yeah, exactly.
5: We'll yeah. see him. We will see. Well, good. Good luck down, obviously, at uh, at QPR. Now we're going to go across, and we mentioned earlier on. Uh, uh, oh, where's he gone? Where's he gone? Oh, I was going to do something really clever. And we've lost him. Never mind. We, we, we might see if uh, if certain certain person comes back on and lets us know if we can do something clever. So Johnny, if you're if you're about mate, um, re request, and then we can get you on. Oh hello, there he is. There he is. I'm just going to put you on on mute there. Hello, uh, Ron. Ron, Ron, go go back on mute, mate. We're going to come to you in a oh, second. Oh sorry. Because no, no, no problem. So we're going to add in uh, Johnny from Borough Breakdown. Now we do the opposition view, and uh, we spoke to to Johnny and Borough Breakdown, who are the podcast who look after Middlesbrough. And uh, uh, Johnny, you had Chris Wilder at the start of this season. What, what, what can you, what can you let us know about uh, about things under Chris Wilder? Uh, Chris Wilder,
12: honestly, mate, he ruined everything at Middlesbrough. Um In terms of, <laughs> hooray, not in, in, uh, in terms of like, in terms of we had it so good. We were playing unbelievable football. Um, you know, it was probably one of the best I've seen a Middlesbrough side play for for years. You know, I appreciate. I think when I spoke to his last, um, yep. I was saying you before. Like we just, we had Pulis, then Woodgate, then Warnock. So obviously, you know, I was like trying to like throw, like uh, ball my eyes out and just keep. I've hated football for ages, and then uh, Wilder came in and just revolutionised us. To be honest, like playing a three-five-two, really complex system, getting results left, right, and centre. And honestly, it was just so good. I remember us beating Spurs and just going, oh my God, we're going to do it. We're going to go up this year. We're going to, we're going to do it. And then about two weeks later, he we starts speaking at Burnley and he starts comparing his players to the Sheffield United team. And his man management just killed him. And it was such a shame because I've never seen a manager have it so good and just ruin it. And I don't know what he's going to be signing uh, contract-wise at, at Watford, but you know, I feel like you'll enjoy him. I think you'll enjoy like his football. Um, But it just depends what he's doing off the picture of the squad that he's got and how he's communicating with them. And honestly, if, if he gets it right, like he did it early early on with Middlesbrough, then you never know. You could be on. You could be on for playoffs. And I, there's nothing I'd hate more than Chris Wilder versus Middlesbrough in a playoff final. And honestly, it's, it just screams typical for him to get beat and get one over on us. So, Yeah. Uh, you've got you've got a good manager, to be honest. You've got a really good manager. Um, it's just a shame it never worked out for Borin. You know, we got we got Michael Carrick in, and uh, we've just been playing sailing ever since.
5: Well, you've been playing, you know, let's face it, you played us. We, we we had a chat before we came up to you guys and you absolutely trounced us. I don't think we did anything to uh, to stop you, but you didn't look like you were going to be stopped easily either. We also talked to you about that at the time. Sorry, I'm just going to go momentarily off course of uh, uh, Bilic, et etc. But young Archer, you hadn't seen much of him. And then Sod's Law, we said, oh, he's a really good player, we think. He came on and absolutely killed us. How How's he been getting on along with with, with Akpom uh, since you started playing him?
12: Oh, he's amazing. He's absolutely amazing. Um, you know, he's he's a, he's a player that I think we needed. Um, you know, to give us a different dimension going forward. Um, He's really good. Then connects a the player with with Akpom and and gets him behind. And he's just able to take so many players out and create space for the likes of Akpom to get in the six yard box and. He just, he's just been honest to God. What a signing! You know, if, if there's any Villa fans like listening, can we please keep him? Uh, he's just so good, and even uh, Aaron Ramsey, who's, who's starting to get a bit more game time now, uh, he's starting to you know find his feet, playing a really good way. And we just look good, and uh, I hope we keep them both. But yeah, Arch has just been just amazing. I, I cannot, I cannot fault him. I I genuinely cannot fault him. His performance against Sheffield United was probably one of the best I've seen in ages. So um, hopefully we keep him forever. Well, a
5: lot of people who were, uh, a, a lot of people who listened to this, we were arch, uh, probably along with half of the championship, we were all for going and getting him, and we had very good, uh, uh, good connection with Aston Villa at one point, and we were really hoping that we would bring him in. But uh, no, we bought in two others, and one failed to fire, and the other one is problematic. But the one we really wanted to get was Cameron Archer. Oh, Jolly, thank you so much for coming on, mate. I really, really appreciate that. Um, anytime, guys. Anytime. Th- there you go. So, so Chris Wilder may come in, and in eleven games, do enough to make us go. Let's keep him. That would be nice. That would be nice. Cheers, Johnny. Excellent stuff. Anybody uh, uh, looking for any information at any point on uh, on what's going on borough-wide, go up and have a look at borough breakdown because uh, they they do a they do a proper job there, which is very good. In the meantime, we do have to go across to somebody who has been asking for this for the removal of village and somebody coming in for quite some time. Uncle Sir, if you want to come off your uh, off of off of mute, uh, if you can hear us. Oh, cool. oh can... you're in the Hello. car with children, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, it's one. Oh, term, yeah. it's it's oh, my no, favourite.
13: I gotta got get on the right lane. I don't want to go to Orlando. Hold on.
5: No, don't go okay, to I Orlando. Think...
13: No, no, we're not going to Orlando. No. For, for anybody okay. who for anybody who <laughs> doesn't
5: for anybody who doesn't listen to this rubbish on a regular basis, bus lanes and people driving is a very very regular thing. Yeah.
13: Next year we're going to Orlando. Next year. Don't worry. We'll go on the. Dis- Nobody wants to hear this.
1: Okay. So
13: that's a great toy. Um, excuse me, Peter. I'm absolutely delighted. I'm thrilled. And um, I was made aware of this very early this morning, and uh, dropped a little hint for everyone. But uh, um, absolutely thrilled. Um, he had to go. It was unforgivable, as I said, after the last game to uh, refuse to play two up front. A home to Middle, uh, a home. Sorry, to Preston. It was unforgivable. He had to go. And credit to the owner. I'm always the first to say when he's at fault. Credit to him. He- a lot of people thought that he'd just keep Billich to the end of the season. Yeah. Start next year. At least. He- at least they're giving it a go. At least they're realizing how absolutely horrendous it was under Billich. It was. So-, so something has been done. It's wonderful news and. He's here till the end of the season, so we'll see what he offers. But as I said the other day, it couldn't be any worse. It could not be any worse. It was a disaster under Billage. I, I would almost call it sabotage.
5: So what, what what are your thoughts on Chris Wilder? You'll be familiar with his work, I'm sure, at Sheffield United. Um uh, uh, not notwithstanding the fact that you like him simply because he's not slap and Bilic, are, are, are you pleased with that as a short-term appointment? Does that feel like a red Adair kind of uh, appointment that might do something for the season?
13: I, I think it had to be someone if it if it was solely going to be a caretaker who knew the division. Or yeah, so he knows the division. I don't think there's any point it being a a, um, a manga appointment from. There's a few names being mentioned: Farioli a new one uh you know he's not going to be able to come straight into the championship so we'll see but there's 11 games to go and it's a it's a gamble it's something to go there's nothing to lose we're not going to get relegated so True. you know we could lose all 11 and we wouldn't get relegated but we couldn't carry on under Billich. so i don't understand why there's wailing uh, a gnashing of teeth
5: i don't understand that why anyone's unhappy
13: so, well, no. The mo-
5: most of the responses, or almost all, of them, have been that this is an understandable change of uh, of appointment. Um, you know it, that it makes absolute sense. My son has just come in and said, Billich is gone." I've been in here running this for God knows how long. I should have told him really. He's a Watford fan. I feel like I've let my family down, but hey, I'm here with you. Um, the, the, the Chris Wilder is, is is a good appointment. People understand it. But the comment that was made earlier on was still the fact that, in the same way as when we let. Rob Edwards go and yes yes people from Luton yes we do know we let him go Uh, but here there was a wailing and gnashing of teeth of that and as he said this is another symptom of the same problem because you need to give somebody a chance to build whether and Billich was that person if you'd have given him a long chance to build who knows we will never know but at least we can turn to Chris Wilder and say well the last bloke beat Luton Town 4-0 over to you get on with that that would be nice any any chances of that you reckon
13: V- very possible, but I-, I think it's distinctly different to the Rob Edwards sacking. Rob Edwards was a young manager, um, up and coming, and they had to give him time. They didn't. A terrible, terrible mistake to sack him. But Billich, you can't compare him to Rob Edwards. He's a, a grizzled old veteran. He's a, he's very dow. he's boring, but he, no one would call Slaven Billich um, up and coming. And uh, he had to go and, uh, and credit to them for acting and, and and at least trying to get something out of the remainder of the
5: season Well, let's see how we go Brilliant stuff Well, look, good luck trying to avoid Orlando um, I, I imagine that'll make yeah. your son go off on da- oh, Now, now Orlando, Orlando. <laughs> No, not hooray No Orlando, <laughs> Orlando. Now, now, I'm going to speak for everybody what, what what What's your son's name there? I'm, I'm going to keep that quiet. I'm going to keep that quiet. Okay, <laughs> okay. All I'm <laughs> okay. going to say, all I'm going to say, this this is the radio, Daddy. Daddy's <laughs> taking you for help. ice cream.
13: Nothing's happening to you, all right. Do not say Bro. help on a live podcast, all right?
2: Yeah.
5: <laughs> okay. Just say you, I, want, <laughs> I want. Oh, oh! You've got to love that. If there's one thing I can do, it's cause distress to an in, uh, to an infant. Transatlantically, I think that's an important thing to try to do whenever possible. Let's quickly get across to let's get across to Jack, um, who was also somebody who was uh, who was not a fan of the uh, of the football being played under under Billich. In fact, his latest uh, uh, blog, which went up which went up this morning, um, was was talking about um, the the Finnish word for sitting around drinking in your underpants, which is what slab and Billich made Jack feel like doing. Jack, if you hit your your mic button. Are you relieved that he's gone?
6: Uh, I'm not really sure. Uh, okay. It, I, I feel like, uh, well, first of all, my priorities for the day just changed. Um, and I, I feel like Kalsharikani, which is the Finnish word in question, uh, <laughs> could, still, could also be the running title for this latest piece, because as others have said... Uh, it is uh, still a symptom of the larger problem, which is the Italian uh, twat at the at the top. Uh, sorry. Uh, yeah, that's we're familiar with the word. That's right. What... <laughs> but um, uh, everything that I heard billich say um, in the rare, in the few times that I heard him speak was a complaint of some sort, and. Uh, you know as as uncle ron said he always seemed like a dour sort of grumpy old man and so i think wilder's first job on, on day 1 when he walks in it has nothing to do with tactics just find a way to make the players laugh this is a game yeah. we've we've all played it for fun going to the going to a football stadium is supposed to be fun enjoy a day at the park and I, there's, there's just a complete lack of joy in anything the team does right now, and that I think is the first thing that needs to change.
5: Yeah, I think I think joyless was absolutely how a lot of people described it on on on, on Saturday afternoon after the uh, after the game against Preston, um, and that that was that was my point about Cisco Munoz didn't 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 rate him as a coach, but as an individual person, he he kind of uh, he brought the smiles back to not only the team but to the club when we couldn't even get into you know into in and around the ground and he forged a relationship. Hopefully, hopefully Wilder can do that, but with people in tow, um that would be very good. That'd be very good. So are we gonna be having a, a, a blog from you in terms of your thoughts on this once you've once you've sat down in your pants and drunk heavily? <laughs> well
6: um I'm on my way to my uh, local university campus, so I'm not going to be. Don't do it there. Over there. <laughs> um, and uh, it, drinking shouldn't be involved in writing a piece like this.
5: So uh, that's fair enough. It's it should it's be
6: sober. Tuesday. So uh, we, we we spoke to Ant
5: earlier on, and Aunt, Aunt was Ant was properly sober. Which we're not, which, which we're not familiar with, with Ant, but he did tell us he was he was having a go at the stewards while having a few on Saturday, so that was at least good. Okay, well, look, once you get that done, you let us know, and we'll we'll get that posted up and see what everybody's thoughts are. But we've still got quite a few people we we need to try to get through this because uh, I'm sure people, if they're listening to this at work and pretending to be working, will need to get away at some point as well because uh, it's five o'clock here. So Jack, thank you so much, mate. Really lovely, lovely All to right. to hear from you. But there we go. Not quite sure what we think about this kind of one way or another mr neil silverstein sir what are your what are your thoughts on uh on on things for good or for bad neil are you there sir hit your mic button neil might be away from us let's instead neil we'll come back to you then let's add in mr jason rose um and see how things are working has has twitter simply stopped working no because jason's there i think jason are you there Hi guys, hear me, Jason. We can hear you. We can hear, you're always on the road when we speak. to yeah, you.
14: Yeah, I'm one of those that have finished just finished work, so uh, I'm, uh, I'm, on, I'm on the way from Darren Grim, Swindon. So uh, back to back to Dickon.
5: So um, but, never mind. Well, well, Billich is gone. The king is dead. Long live the king. What do we think? Yeah, I, I'm, I'm not surprised. I mean, let's be honest about it. I mean, it's,
14: it, it is one of those, I think, you know, reading the, the Twitter feeds as it was coming in, you know, my, my, and obviously texting my daughter and friends and that, you know, it's been coming. I mean, I, I sort of agree with Uncle Ron that, you know, I do sort of applaud the fact that, that they've done something rather than do nothing. Because I, I did feel that, it, I did sort of feel that they would just sit on their hands. They would just sit on their hands and do nothing and see how it played out. So I am I am quite pleased they've taken the ball by the horns and done something. Um, I just I just want I just want a bit of excitement back in, in in my visits to the Vic. You know, it's been it's been really poor. You know, the football's not been great. Um, yeah, we, we sort of gave him the benefit of the doubt because of the injuries, but even so, as the players have returned, it's not been great. You know, and I I, I think it's one of those where you know the only reason people can be sort of probably a little bit upset about it is because people would just, you know, other fans will mock us. But at the end of the day, they don't have to pay their money. They don't have to pay their money to watch it. So the only people that, you know, has to justify it is us us supporters, the ones that pay the money through the gates, the turnstiles, and hive live when it's working. And, um, you know, and and, uh, yeah, I, I think this one, honestly... I think this one's up there with one that is justified. You know, um, this is nowhere near the Rob Edwards fiasco. This one, yeah, uh, thanks lad, but bye So, a bit
5: surprised with the Chris Wilder one. That one's a little bit left field for me. Um, Mm. I I was thinking about... Well, it it is, I believe... I believe it's just up until the end of the season. So, you know, as we were discussing with a few people, it kind of, it it feels like it might make sense in that respect. Yeah, I'm I'm sort of thinking about it as I was sort of leaving work and I'm just thinking, you know, there are parallels
14: here with the the sort of when uh, Flores left the second time and obviously they brought Pearson in, you know, a a sort of a a person that knows what they're doing seemingly and um, can get a tune possibly. I mean, let's be honest, Pearson got more out of them that particular group of players, yeah, yeah, uh, and and fell over at the final hurdle, basically because of COVID, you know. So, yeah, very true. Uh, you know, so I, I feel Wilder. On the face of it, it the irony is is <laughs> the irony is, is that um, I might have mentioned before, but my my sort of prospective son in law is an Oxford fan. and I've been touting sort of Wilder as a return for Oxford because obviously they they've they've been sort of looking for a manager and I said, you know, they could do a lot worse and go back for Wilder, but so yeah. I, I'm I'm sort of relatively calm and happy about this. It feels like a safe appointment. I know he, he, he didn't pull up any trees at Borough, but certainly did a lot of good work at Sheffield United. So, of which the basis has still been carried on by Heckingbottom. So yeah, I mean, you know, let, let's see where it goes, but um I'm going to phone my dad in a minute after I finish with you guys. He's, you know, 91 years old and seen it all and I bet he's seen the ticket go across on on, uh, Sky Sports and uh, I can imagine he's uh, rolling his eyes around about now. But, yeah, you know, I I mean, I missed the beginning, Peter. What do you think? You know, I missed the beginning. So, you know, what's what's your thoughts?
5: Um, I I haven't really given my thoughts, really. It's kind of, uh, I kind of go into this mode. Um, It's, I think it's more than understandable. I don't think that uh, what we saw from, what we saw from Billich in the first instance for me was the fact that he played a flat back four because we weren't equipped to play with a right sided uh, wing back. Yeah. So it was, it. it we, we if you remember, we were all talking under Rob Edwards about, Square pegs in round holes. It was just said all the time. We practically wore the phrase out Um, and he insisted on on, on doing it to play that particular shape. So we came in and we suddenly played a shape that kind of worked a little bit. He had a little bit on his uppers because we in his first game back, loser comes back and makes the Stoke game look more impressively beating a Stoke side that was, let's be honest, there to be beaten than it probably probably would do. We then we then kind of had a, a mixture of of dreadful results. I don't want anybody else to have to go through the memory of those, but the Blackpool away and Millwall away games were were hideous, and we were all dreading going into that game on what was it, twenty third of October, yeah. and 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 facing them up the road who seemed to have their arse in gear, and suddenly we got a reaction. Oh. They can do it, but he's not been able to get them to react, which is why we were talking about Cisco Munoz, as not because we want him back, but we want somebody who's going to raise these players. We've heard people say, you know, such as Jack there, there's been been an absolute absence of joy, which, which from somebody watching it, which from somebody watching it across the Atlantic is absolutely picking up on, on the feeling within the ground uh, as well as the feeling seemingly on the pitch. You would hope that Wilder is coming in and is, is going to do something different. So I think in terms of a short-term roll of the dice to go for this for the end of the season, it makes sense. But I've got every every respect for Pete Fincham's point, which is this is another this is a, another manifestation of the underlying cause. This is just another symptom of the of the cause that you've got to bring somebody in and give him a, give him a chance yeah. on all of these on all of these calls and discussions that we've had. A lot of people have said, I, if we know who's going to replace him, then I might be I might back it. But if, if we don't know who's going to replace him, then, you know, what what's the point of making the change? Billich for Wilder equals somebody with experience for somebody else for experience. It could be Hodgson for Ranier. Oh, God. Oh, oh this no. Moment, but, yeah, I oh know. But, 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 but at this moment, there's no bloody difference. No, and, it, you know, you've got to try yeah, to yeah, give it a go.
14: And I agree with Uncle Ron. You know, we're
5: not going anywhere. We're
14: going nowhere fast. This, this isn't like last year where, you know, potentially we could get relegated. We're going nowhere. So, you know... The, as, as Yaz said, the only way is up. Other, other songs going I mean, up uh, are available, kids. But, you know, it, it's true, though, isn't it? You know, we could we could, we could, could slip further down the table, but what's it matter? We're not going to get relegated. It's, let's have a go. And I just, no, absolutely. And I just, absolutely. And I just felt with village that was never going to happen. It was all very pragmatic. And it was, you know, I can almost imagine QPR on Saturday, you know, they'll keep it tight for 45 minutes. QPR may score. And then all of a sudden we're trying to win the game in 45 minutes again. And it, it, it just... Yeah I, I I'm sorry slide but yeah it, it just you know sorry but. There's
5: the, the- uh, I have just been going through some of the Twitter comments on there, which and some of them are are fabulous. And Index Cheesers, who is who has a, a very high watermark to kind of keep up to, which I really like this. Impressive consist impressive consistency of us to continually prove the doing the same thing and expecting different results is the definition of madness, Einstein maxim, right? Admirable commitment to long-term strategic incoherence over a period of years. And I think I I think long-term strategic <laughs> incoherence over a period of years. At Watford, if you can put that in Latin under the badge, it works very, very well. Absolutely amazing. You know, that that plays to it beautifully. Rob, sir, I am saluting you um, because those words are, are, are glorious. But I think we can divorce that from this... We've got 11 games. I think it was John Parslow who said, at the 20 games to go, margin. right, we've got a 20-game mini-season. <laughs> we, we, we've, we, we've got 11 games with five points or whatever it is, maybe probably a game in hand or what have you, you know, others have got a game in hand over us, I mean, um, to try to get into the playoffs. And it's an 11-game season. And that and that's what I think we've got to look at it as. So we shall see. We shall yeah. see. Thanks, for, for, thanks for having me on, Pete. Thanks for having me Take care of yourselves. Lovely. Lovely stuff, and for those people playing Jason Rose, watch—he is somewhere between Swindon and Didcot, as always. Farrington Quarry. Wonderful stuff. Okay. <laughs> just as I, just as I, just as I boot him out of the thing. There you go, Farringdon Quarry people. For all of you people who are sitting there trying to plot where Jason is, for what reason, I would have no idea. Right now, we're going to go to Ellie. We're going to ask Ellie because Ellie's put a very, very interesting point on the uh, on, on the Twitter. Now, Ellie, you have said. That you met Chris Wilder last I year. I
3: did because when he was in right. Sheffield, a certain Mr. Reed Brewster, yep. who is a very good family friend of mine, was obviously playing, that's when he first went and they did oh. the mad the mad fee for him from Liverpool. Right. Oh, Chris Wilder, that man is just lovely Pete. Like he's just Ooh. so invested. The youth players, the Sheffield <laughs> Hey, there you go,
5: everybody. Go. Hang on. Hang on, hang on. That was that was thirteen seconds. Who had thirteen <laughs> seconds in the raffle? Right, on, carry so on.
3: The youth players that they had at Sheffield, the ones that are playing now, are Chris Wilder's expert. You know that's the result of his coaching.
2: No, oh, there you go. And he's oh, just there you so go. So
3: invested, and he's really good with the fans as well. Like all the Blades lot, absolutely. They still talk about him now as being one of their most successful managers. You've got to remember, um, Chris Wilder took them up to the Premier League, I believe, from what I can remember.
5: He did, he did. No, he did. He did indeed. He so, did. And and they had a very, very impressive first season. Yes. He plays he, we know he plays with three at the back. He plays two up front, five in the midfield in Kind of a triangular arrangement, I believe, from memory. But uh, others, please correct me. And I'm sure other things will be put out in terms of analysing how he does that. So there might be some stuff out from the Buzz podcast because they'll do some analysis on that. There'll be some stuff from Lou Horns. Go over and uh, have a look at those guys because I'm sure they'll be doing stuff. And, of course, we also spoke to uh, Sam earlier on. So I imagine WD18 will be, uh, will be putting something together shortly, no doubt. But you liked him as a guy or as a coach
3: as, coach. as well? I just thought he was so invested and like he spent a lot of time on the training ground with all of the players. Um, Obviously he's only with Watford till the end of the season. So the question is what Mm -hmm. happens at the end of the season and where do the club go from here? I don't
5: Well, that's the question. That's going to be the question. That's going to be the question. In the longer term, that will be the question. But for the moment, I think we're we're kind of, okay, just in terms of Billich, Happy he's gone, understandable he's My gone, mum, or upset he's sweary gone? My
3: mum, will be <laughs>
5: sweary mum. mum,
3: will be absolutely delighted. Um, she absolutely, she basically said that he was a piece of poop. Um, so mm. she didn't appreciate him. She didn't like him. She said he's got no idea what he's doing. He was only successful at West Ham because he had, you know... The owner's in his pocket, she reckoned. My mum's been a Watford fan for 60... Uh, I just want to bring it back to what Elton John said. Sir Elton John said, we have to back the manager, and we just haven't. I think the, the, the issues with the Hive, and you can tell, because every single person in the ground looks miserable. Even the players look miserable. Sar has just been playing dreadful. He's just not live. Like when he first came into the squad, he was like a little hyperactive child, and now he's just not. And I just think it is tiring and it's exhausting. But I do also know exclusively, Ooh. and I think I can share this. Go on I'll then. Be sued if I can't. A certain Mr. Mariapa has been in the area this week, and I know he's been talking to the club.
5: At what so, as a free as a free agent, or with regard to getting his testimonial about eight years after he was you? Well,
3: I think it's about potentially coming back to the club
1: Ooh, in some okay. of
3: capacity. I know Adrian really well; he's a really good family friend. Yeah. Um, and I know that he will be do- He's been doing his badges, and he was playing in Australia, and obviously he's now back in the UK because his wife hated Australia because I didn't have any family out there. Does
5: anybody really hate Australia? Well, I have to say, I do have to say that um, the uh, we saw Adrian Mariappa with Lloyd Doyley because they're very, very good friends um, at the end of the the Arsenal youth team, uh, youth FA Cup game. So we know he's been around. Wonderful, wonderful. Thank you very much, Ellie. There goes Ellie. Now, it's nice to know that sweary mum was, it was obviously a good day when she used the word poop because I think last week she used the word bellend. But don't worry, I won't repeat such things. And you should be able to uh Oh we here, yeah, we've got you there, we've got you there. Oh yeah. We, we're gonna go you then, then we're gonna go to uh, Tom Bodell from the Hive uh, from the uh, <coughs> from the uh, Buzz Podcast and then and then we'll kinda let everybody get on with their way. Alex, what are your thoughts? Wilder for Billich. Um,
15: yeah, I mean I can't lie, I wasn't really that looking forward to Saturday. Um No, you definitely weren't. I know you weren't to go to. Um yeah, and, and now I, I am. And I'm really excited to watch Craig Cathcart play as an overlapping centre half in the season. <laughs> That's going to be amazing to watch. Um, uh, yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm really excited. I, I've been saying it for ages to my mates that we should just go all out attack and play free at the back. And I'm pretty sure he's a manager who plays free at the back, correct me if I'm wrong. So... All right, he, he certainly does. It's going to be interesting to see who plays wing back. I personally just think that Star should play wing-back and that should just be the end of it. But that'll be the only thing to see. Um, but yeah, sod it. What, what, what's the worst that can happen in the next 11 games, re- realistically? We might actually score some goals for a change in the first half, which would be really fun to look at. Um, and yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I, you know, I, I think it's, it's sensible. And thanks Slav, for the loot and memories, but... I think it's completely justified, um, and I don't I don't feel embarrassed saying I'm, I'm a Watford fan because we sacked a manager. Does that make sense? Which is good. Yeah. Um, yeah. No. Yeah. Good. 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 Um, good. Good. I'm, I'm excited for hopefully. Um, the to see how it sets up, but it'd be really nice to try and see if if he manage to play sort of Zhao, um, rouge and Davis all together potentially, or if it goes to Zhao and Davis up front with sprier behind them. I think the team was crying out to be three at the back, Um, because I think defensively in a three it would be good enough. Um, The only thing will be, um, you know, if we want to accommodate Saar, because I still believe Saar has to play every game, and I will stand by that. Um, see if they play Saar and Samura as wing backs, Um, it can't be any worse. You know, if we concede to hopefully we score three or four. Um, whereas I think Billich, always in his head, didn't want to concede the first goal. And that was his downfall.
5: Very good. Very good. Well, let's hope so, because we're, we're, we're recording the preview show with the guys from QPR. They are having, they are so in the trench at the moment. Um, if you look at it, they've won literally one game since late October. Um, and that was, yeah, that I, was, that was in. That's the thing with the
15: village as well, is that I was genuinely convinced that QPR were going to beat Watford on Saturday because they had not won in 20 games. Or was it one in 20 or something? And I was genuinely convinced they were going to beat us. Um, and they may still beat us, and I look like a right idiot, but at least I'm excited to go and
5: watch us play football, which yeah. is all I can ask for. That'll do me. That'll do me. Excellent stuff, sir. Thank you very much, Mr Alex King. Lovely stuff. Let's just get you there. Now, we're going to go to Tom. Let me uh, let me move Tom in, and then we're just going to quickly have a look. And uh, just just while just while Tom's getting himself sorted out and coming in, um, uh, Rich WFC two sent uh, a thing saying, "Love you guys, but please stop this Munoz nonsense." Um, <laughs> players sorted that season out. Munoz not so. Please remember that. No, we weren't advocating for him necessarily to come in, but you know what? What can you do? It, hey, Mr. Tom, Mr. Tom Bodell from the Watford Buzz Podcast. Sir, how are you doing? Uh, not too bad, Peter. How are you? Oh well, yeah. We, well, we've we've been doing the post mortem on this, obviously, since since news broke, and most people are they're either understandable or they're supportive, or there is a third dimension, which is uh, which is Luton Town fans <laughs> on the uh, on, on, on the. Uh, on the Twitter, and, and fair play, because let's be honest, we do the same. That's fine. Um, what, what are your thoughts on uh, on the, 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 the jettisoning, jettisoning of, of, of uh, Croat, Mr Slaven Bilic, and the bringing in of Chris Wilder? Well, I want, Good or bad? I was
16: going kind to of align with the, the, the third uh, planet there or whatever it was until you said it was looting, because I thought it was the people that were <laughs> ambivalent towards it all, um, which, which, which really is my point. what what difference does it make at this stage? You know, we know he's here for 11 games. Mm -hmm. We know he will be gone in all likelihood. They will clear the decks in the summer and either if it goes well, appoint someone that they think can keep them in the Premier League. And if it goes wrong, appoint someone again, both of these instances, presumably with heavy influence from Ben Manga to get them out of the championship or do whatever they think we're going to do in the championship next season. If, Mm -hmm. The point of this appointment is the short, sharp shock. And you have to assume it is from the the statement. When does that lose its impact? Because I assume it was about five of these appointments ago. If if I was on those players in that dressing room, why bother? Do you know what I mean? If if they've tried to leg some of them, it feels like for half a season now. Why why is another manager with new ideas, with 11 games to go, going to make any difference? If your head is already out the door, Another manager isn't going to make a blind bit of difference for me. That obviously, from the perspective of a layman rather than a professional footballer, professional footballers tell me if I'm wrong.
5: But yeah, I just big shoulder shrug, just whatever, you know. Fair enough. Fair enough. I think I think it, the, the 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 general response that the the vast you know the vast meat of the bell curve, if you will, is understandable. Which is which is people aren't glad to just constantly having this change as you, for the exact reasons that you just mentioned there. Which is there, but I think people are looking at the football that has been played, and uh, people also mentioned the demeanour with which Slaven Bilic has had, and thought there's there's trouble at Mill here, and the players aren't playing for him. Therefore, we're no worse off yes. making the change and bringing in a coach who one knows the championship, and secondly will deploy a more attacking formation especially after, for example, the game on Saturday when we didn't seriously trouble the Preston keeper a couple of times maybe in the second half yeah. when uh, when Yao had his chance on the swivel. But you've got our most attacking threat spending most of the time in our half. Uh, we've got some strange things in terms of deploying... Um, uh, goal kicks in our in our own six yard box, which, which always look more dangerous to us than it does the opposition. Quiet. And and saying saying to, to 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 the wonderful Andrew French, who who, who's, who goes in on our behalf and asks the questions. Um, would you would you would do you not think it might have been a good idea to have deployed two and him say, well, never do that up, for, you know, up, up at the start of the game. We'll only do it in the last couple, you know, t- ten minutes when I bring on Britta Sombolonga. No offense to Britta Sombolonga, but that doesn't really inspire anybody to, to 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 really kind of suck the ball into the net. You'd have to do an awful lot. So I, I think I think, you know, it's absolutely fine for everybody to be ambivalent about it. We started off the call with, with Pete Fincham saying exactly what you said there earlier on. What's the point? What's it gonna what's it gonna do? And if it succeeds, as he said. Then Gino goes. Well, there you go. The ends justifies the means, and uh, and his concern there is the fact that it's more about how the club is run long term. Would you would you echo those comments, or or do you just see it as eleven points? It's already gone. I think or eleven games. Sorry to go. Already I, gone. I was
16: going to say, without wishing to contradict what I just said, I think being kind of pro keeping village Saturday was obviously wretched. I agree with the vast majority of what was said at the time. Um, mm-hmm. and, and to that end I was probably minded to say I don't want him to go but I necessarily I'm not being out. but I can understand why it gives us a fighting chance yes just about but personally I think 11 games to go it's gone I just can't see them I don't know putting on their big boy pants and getting going for 11 games <laughs> at the stage
1: of the season
16: <laughs> after such an insipid showing over the previous 35 games so Prove me wrong. The only thing I would say, actually, is there is a positivity fan. That perhaps it will unite the fan base a little bit and get kind of a bit of atmosphere and positivity. Because a lot of your callers that's
5: said on Saturday it was quite flat. And I suspect that
2: that's a great to do show. With
16: what we knew we were going to be served up.
5: So here's hoping. Tom, sir, that is a great shout and the best use of the phrase "big boy pants" we've had this evening. So I'm very pleased with that. Um, uh, Will will you be kind of uh, uh, joining with uh, with Matt and Jordan to uh, to have uh, to 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 pick Jordan's brains about how he thinks we might therefore play under under Mister Wild? Absolutely. I'll
16: be recording. I'm in Oldham tonight to watch Oldham Woking, and then we will convene late to uh, record. I might see a better game of football than I saw on Saturday.
5: Yeah, well, that you'd be you'd be pod pushed not to. There you go. There you go, guys. There's Tom. Uh, look out for the Watford Buzz Podcast. So they're gonna get together, take you know, see what their take is on everything. So uh, so do look out for that. Um couple of calls quickly just to get into. Mr. Alan Lathwell, it's it's always nice to talk to Alan when he's not having to kind of hightail it towards Leicester. I hope I hope you're in a bit more of a relaxed position and less travelling, sir. How are you? I, I'm all right, how are you? <laughs> yeah yeah I mean it, it, it there's a certain level of well, it's another change at Watford, isn't it, Mayor? But there's also the fact that after Saturday uh, it, it doesn't it doesn't surprise me that the powers that be, as much as we will question the sanity of the place. You look at this one and uh, you know, a lot of people are going, Yeah, can understand it, can under- can 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 get behind why they're doing it. Obviously the proof's gonna be in the eating. What's what's your initial reaction to it, sir? Uh,
0: well, I mean news broke shortly before finishing work tonight and um, obviously as you know, I live and work in Leicester and and uh, I've just been laughed at again. Yeah. Uh. To be honest. And, and and you know, and then I get a text message off somebody Cause I, uh, uh, um, who works at the F.A., who's quite high up at the yep. F.A., just saying to me, why would anybody go to Watford? Why would anybody go? And, and you know, the, the problem isn't to the sacking today. It's the thorough and complete incompetence of Pozzo and Duxbury in identifying... Uh, the correct uh, head coach over the last three or four seasons. And the the common denominator is that that they are, you know, remain at the club. Potts, obviously, because he owns it. We can't do a lot about that. That is what it is. But in any other line of business, if you presided over a succession of failure as Duxbury has, and you hide, you'd be gone. Yeah. Very and, true. And for whatever reason, he's got the hold over Popso, or he's got his tongue so far up his derriere, he, he, he seems to be completely untouchable. And 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 you know, yet again tonight, we we we've got another head coach come in. And and so you know, I understand why they've let Billich go. The irony of all this is, of course, is that, that the impatience of Potts at the beginning of the season and getting rid of Edwards. And, yeah. and, and I've lost interest in looking at the league table, so you'll correct me if I'm wrong. I think Luton are currently six points ahead of us.
5: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. they're, they're, they're Yeah, basically. Yeah. We we need to we need to win that game on the on the first of April just to claw back stuff really realistically but obviously there are some games to play between then and now but
0: well for me that game is more about local pride than anything else you know I, I, I whatever happens I, we, we're really not good enough to go up because even if we did actually fluke our way into the playoffs and get promoted I think we're going to get humiliated even worse than last time even worse. Uh, you know i think it'll be derby levels if we actually uh, somehow fluked promotion and got up we would be derby levels of humiliation next year sorry to bring the tone of it down i know people are a lot of no it's it? and i i i i i i the views that the said about you know. i uh, Billich has turned out to be, you know, another wrong appointment, and I can understand why the decision has been made, but it, it just goes back further than this to a succession of poor decisions, and and the one time where they might have got got it right with Rob Edwards, they didn't give him any time. And, you know, they
5: the didn't, it, and it wasn't Bill, just the fact, Bill, it wasn't
0: Billich has had more time than ever. No, no,
5: and it... Yeah, oh, and, and some, and some. I mean, he's had what? He's had 25 games as opposed to 10. But the other thing was that, uh, and and this can be pointed fundamentally at both managers, we have we have failed to provide what that manager wanted and requested as a priority in each of the transfer windows. And that's two managers and two transfer windows. Um, so, uh, what can we do? What can we do? Alan, yeah, sir, because I be appreciate, fair, you know... You...
0: Peter, Peter, to be fair, I think that... that, that a lot gets made of that, but I, there are very few managers in, in the pyramid that get all the 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 positions covered that they would like in a transfer window. You know, you've just seen in the Premier League, Chelsea spend four hundred million or whatever it is, and they can't score a goal because they they didn't get a striker, and arguably they they wanted a striker. So I I don't necessarily. You know, every manager in every job, whether it's football or anything else, you have to make do with the resources you've got and get the best out of it. We've just not been doing that.
5: I get, I get that. My, my point with that is is the fact that if you don't provide him what he needs within that, time, then you, you surely should be giving him more time, a.k.a potter at chelsea for example although how long he'll get i don't know i don't know but there's alan alan thank you very much indeed sir much appreciated for you coming on and giving you some thoughts now alan uh is is basically kind of a, an official within one of the football leagues so he you know he knows people at the fa and even if, if the people at the fa are ringing you yeah i can imagine that be uh that would be a right royal pain in the proverbial let's go let's go across final call to uh to to dan um uh dan sir, you're there um, he, he looks after a lot of things Hemel wise, but is uh, is a, a keen Watford fan as well, sir. I don't know about keen these days. <laughs> oh well, you know, <laughs> you, you're quite right. I, I take that all back. Sorry. How could we? How could, what What are your thoughts well, on it then? If you, If you're not keen on today,
17: to be fair, I can't top Trump. What Alan just said because uh, pretty much everything that he said, I would, was going to say. But uh, yeah, it just. Uh, I suppose it so shows signs of desperation, but yeah, I think I think I probably said it when Rob Edwards was sacked. How many how many more times can we actually find ourselves here? Um, yeah. True. Would you would you have persisted
5: with with Billich? I don't know how much of because I appreciate your your your, your work with uh, with the Tudors takes you uh, takes you away a lot as well to, to, to watch other types of you know, top other games would you have persisted with with Billich knowing what you've seen of him him playing and I appreciate obviously the uh, the thoughts about us not supporting the manager but what are your thoughts on one Billich and secondly Wilder as a replacement even if it is just for these 11 games is it
17: a worthwhile roll of the dice I I suppose you could say that because if Chris Wilder comes in and wins you know a number of games then it justifies that change in the very 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 short term but mm-hmm. um obviously there's lots more deep rooted things that gets us to this point every time with every manager i think it i think it's evident that it doesn't matter who is in the hot seat the the same issues are come up time and time again. But in regards to Chris Wilder, interestingly enough I was um I was actually away at fleet on Saturday. We w- we were playing ebbs fleet and they played the Chris Wilder system and we were talking about it for qu- for quite some time. Um and you don't see it very often but it was it was actually a joy to watch. So if he can bring that system uh, to Watford and maybe get us playing a, a bit more than uh, yeah, who knows, but I think yeah, there's back in for the next 11 games. Let's see what we can do, but I think uh there needs to be some serious uh, re-evaluation in the summer as to where we go, what we do, and actually, are we going to have any long-term success in the next few years?
5: Very good, very good. Dan, sir, thank you very much, sir. Really, really appreciate it and appreciate everybody's thoughts and, and comments. Uh, there's a fantastic response on, on the Twitter. I won't go through everybody because you, you'll need to uh, go through and have a look at those. But uh, Robin, RHD, sent, life cycle of a Watford FC fan. And it's a sack manager, appoint new manager. Don't back new manager with players for t- or time and dip in form. Sack manager, repeat. Uh, it's, you know, it's really interesting. Lots of people can understand this change because we've sat and watched some bar the Luton game part bar the Stoke game. That's pretty much it. The second half against Blackpool. Um, bar that the the football has been fairly fairly torrid and it's not it's not been an improvement certainly on what we've seen from uh you know from, from from Rob Edwards given time, which is what we've seen subsequent at those guys up the road. hello all. so we can understand why we've made a change, but the constant change, the constant reiteration of this, the constant bombardment of uh, uh, of comments from from fans around around Watford but not in Watford who won't necessarily know or we'll get that is going to wind us up absolutely it is as is and most importantly the frustration at the current regime around its lack of long-term planning and support of the manager now I said earlier on and you know support in the play you know get bringing the players in and Alan, you know Alan quite rightly said well yeah but you know not everybody gets everything that they want you have got to give them time at least both of those things need to happen. This feels like a short-term appointment. It feels like a roll of the dice to try to see to try to see if we can make that uh, that 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 playoff spot. Because it, it's just felt like a nothing a nothingness going on in terms of the, the the most common point made from from all the fans on the Twitter spaces that that we run post match each week has been they look uncoached, and that word uncoached has been increasingly used over the last month to month and a half we know that you know with with chris wilder he does have a certain way of playing he at least has a plan a um, and we will see whether or not it is uh, it is something that, that 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 goes and works but thank you very much for for joining us um do do leave your messages in the in the tweets but also listen out to all of the other uh Watford fan media channels that will be coming out because all the reaction are going, we happen to be here, so we just launched it live. So look, guys, thank you very much for listening. Uh, we're talking at QPR tonight, so we'll find out about that. So look out for the preview show. Um and uh, and as I say, look out for everybody else who'll be responding and seeing quite what they think. Is it is it just another indication of the long-term problems that we've got? Is it simply a roll of the dice? We can at least concentrate on 11 games, hopefully having a team that want to go forward and hopefully will be inspired. We'll see. They clearly weren't under Billich, which is a shame. We've got Chris Wilder. Let's see what happens there. See you all soon, guys. Take care now. Come on, you ones.
2: It's the 90th minute. All your mates around, you got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget. Snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? <whistles> At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery free and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com.
3: Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from
10: Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quint's.